Shalom, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Amanda, and I pray that you all are having a blessed start to your day or a good first half of your day, depending on where you're at. So I wanted to come on this morning. I have another word to share with you all that the Father has laid on my heart, and also because of some things that I experienced this morning, as well as really just this whole year so far and we're already um if you can believe it halfway a little over halfway through this year which just absolutely blows my mind and I cannot believe it so um anyways I was praying last night after I actually uh recorded and published the recent episode and um The Father has let me know that this is really going to be it for this podcast. So this truly is going to be the last episode. I know I laugh every time I say this as well. I chuckle because I know I've said that in like, I think in the past, I want to say 15 episodes now, ever since I did the 100th episode, um, I thought that that was going to be it and Yah had other plans in mind. So it definitely taught me a lesson to not assume or make sure I pray about it first or something and I guess every time I thought that was going to be it he had something else for me to share or um, a brother or a sister would reach out and ask me a question or you know then I would think okay let me go ahead and share this on the podcast so that it can benefit everybody and help everybody so it's been a bit of a mess and I appreciate all of you who have been understanding and have had grace and still have an interest to listen to what I have to say or what the Father wants me to share. And I just really, again, appreciate to those of you that have been, you know, in support of this podcast and have just been understanding and are bearing with me as I um, journey through this as well. And yeah, it's been quite the journey, as I said last night. I'm so thankful for, you know, the opportunity and what you know, Yah has called me to do with this. And um, I'm really excited to see what's in store after and what Yah has in mind. So, but I feel, I feel good. You know, I feel that there is, um, that this podcast has plenty for others to hopefully glean from. And um, I just pray that it helps whoever that that needs help and I pray that it helps people for however much longer to come right because none of us really know how how long that we all have or how long something will remain so whatever amount of time that that is I pray that it blesses others and that it helps others and again I will always be available um to be reached via ministry email and for now Facebook as well as I was sharing last night something really strange that has occurred concerning Facebook. I don't know what's going on but I had my page deactivated for quite some time and I I logged in recently uh, about four days ago, four or five days ago because I needed to check something um, that was on my page that I couldn't remember and so did what I had to do and when I went to deactivate my page, as I've done, you know, several times beforehand, it wouldn't let me. Um, 
through the phone, through my phone on the app, it would come up blank whenever I clicked settings. And then I tried on the desktop and when I would log in, I would go to settings, I would click on it and it would show everything I needed to see concerning settings. And when I would go to click on personal details, um, it would pop up this error page saying that, you know, there's technical issues and that they're working on fixing it. But I've actually had a few people, um, one of them including my mother, who have checked to see through their apps on their phones or through their browser and it's not happening to them. So I'm not sure what has happened. I don't know if it's that Yaw's telling me I need to leave my page activated for a while. I can't imagine why. But yeah, so my face Facebook is up. And um, for those of you that maybe haven't had a chance to friend request me and would like to, um, now is your time, your chance to do that. And we can, I guess, communicate through Messenger as well. Again, the way Facebook works or what I've learned is if we are not friends and I've deactivated my page, we cannot communicate via Messenger because um, you won't be able to find me. But um, if we've become friends, even after I've de deactivated the page, we can still communicate via Messenger. So that's what I've learned and that's why I was saying even a while ago that for those of you that are friends with me on Facebook, we can communicate there as well. Although I am trying to stay away from the whole social media thing as much as possible, um, with the exception of YouTube. But um, for those that would rather, you know, you find it maybe easier or something like that to communicate through Messenger because we can do audios, um, that's fine. Also, for those that are communicating with me via email, I learned that you can do audios as well. Forgive me, I am not gifted in the area of technology, so I'm really behind with these things. And often my son has to show me <laughs> because I have no clue. But apparently there's a way to record an audio and attach it to email. So if that's easier for you, please feel free to do that. And I'd be happy. I actually prefer audios instead of typing out messages. So just wanted to throw that out there that um, even though the podcast will really, really officially be done. Um, my Facebook will be up for now, but as soon as I can have the opportunity to deactivate it, I am going to deactivate it. I don't know when that will be, but if we're already friends, don't worry about it. We can still communicate via messenger. So feel free to reach out to me. Even if you see that I've finally been able to deactivate my page, please feel free to reach out to me via Facebook messenger if that is your preference. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So, okay, late last night I was in prayer and the Father placed this word on my heart because there is so much going on right now, brothers and sisters. There's so much, like, it's almost overwhelming at times. I'm actually somebody that does not watch the news or any kind of news broadcasting or anything because it overwhelms me. If just everything that's going on in this world right now. And, but you know what? I still hear so much going on within this walk, within the body, um, and it's overwhelming. And, um, you know, I was sharing this in the episode that I recorded called When Trials Become Testimonies. And I was, I was talking about the situation that I experienced with an individual at, at a workplace 
but it taught me so much. It taught me mercy. It taught me grace. But it, it mainly taught me how to pray for others with everything that I have. And I had never really experienced that before as a believer, before that experience. And that was such a gift. You know, it, it just was such an incredible thing to be able to do. And ever since then, you know, it's something that is so close to my heart. And as believers, we should pray about everything. You know, pray for others, uh, pray concerning you know, all matters in our in our personal lives and, you know, things like that, you know, prayer should be very much a priority along with reading the word and so on. And so, you know, I uh, recorded and published um, a couple episodes that are going to really be parallel to this word. And the word that I want to share is the strength to endure. Um, and the episodes that I recorded that are very similar to this, and again, I, I just mentioned um, when trials become a testimony or testimonies. Um, if you haven't listened to that, I encourage you to, to check it out. Um, some other episodes that I recorded, there was a two-part episode called A Test of Faith a while back, and I read from the book of Job, I read from those scriptures and was talking about that, how you know, uh, you know, the thing is, is that so many of us are in are that are in this walk are enduring trials, various trials. Sometimes we go through one trial, we come out of it, and then we turn around and we're literally faced with another trial, right? Like we feel like we get no break, you know. Um, and sometimes it can be hard to understand or or differentiate between is this trial an outcome of my own error like a choice that i made or something that i did out of my own will or my own flesh or is this a spiritual attack of satan on my life because i am a believer and because i am doing everything i can to follow yah's will for my life and his word and you know living according to his word and things like that or is this trial a test of my faith is this trial a test of my endurance, of my belief and my love for Yahuwah, our Elohim, right? The Father. And sometimes it can be hard, at least for me. I know it's been hard for me to understand why I'm going through this trial. I do know, however, again, like I said, trials do become testimonies. Trials make us stronger. I have shared scripture from the book of James that talks about that, you know, where he says, count it all joy you know, when you face various trials and tribulations, because it helps you to grow in your faith. It helps you to grow in your walk and become closer with the Father. And to just always learn to have joy as well, even through these trials. And I believe I spoke about this, but I can't remember. In a case, if I haven't, I feel led to say this. You know, joy is something that I think many people believe it means to be happy. And that isn't quite what it means. Joy means being content, but being content in any situation that we are in, including trials, including challenging seasons and just really difficult things. And I'm actually going to share scripture here a little bit later on uh, where Paul actually says that, where he's talking about being content no matter what situation he finds himself in. But the episodes that I had recorded um, some time back that are connected with this word. Um, there's an episode called Enduring Trials, where I just kind of shared my heart on that and just 
struggles that, you know, I was personally going through, me and my family and other families as well that are my friends and that are in this walk and in the body. And then again, I also did the two-part episode called The Test of Faith, where I read from the book of Job and shared that. And we know that the book of Job is an example of how Yahuwah was testing Job's faith and his love for him because Satan was trying him, you know, where he was like, oh, the only reason why, you know, Job loves you is because you've, you've, you know, you've given him abundance and everything, you know, that's the only reason why he's doing that. And listen, there are people, sadly, that are like that, where, you know, they have everything they need, you know, and, and then they, they fall away from Yah. And, you know, once they've got what they needed and, and they're, they're content and, you know, good, they, they fall away from Yah. And that was the point that Satan was trying to make was that, you know, the only reason why Job was such a righteous man was because um, he had everything he needed. He had an abundance and everything. And so Yahuwah said, well, go ahead and go ahead and test him. Go ahead and try him. And you'll see that you know, his love for me is, is genuine and pure and that his faith will not will not waver, right? Because the book of Jacob talks about that where it says that a man that's double-minded in all his ways is unstable um, and his faith will waver, you know? And, you know, I think we all may have experienced that one point or another in our lives where our faith may be wavered a little bit. I know I have. I know I have wavered and I have had to repent and ask you to forgive me. Um, for maybe not trusting in him enough or maybe having these, you know, double-minded thoughts, you know, and I've, and I have had to repent of that because oftentimes we find ourselves walking in our flesh instead of in the Ruach, in the spirit and just trusting in Yah no matter what we see or don't see, you know, no matter what we understand or what we don't understand, we have to trust in Yah, you know, we have to trust in him. So I wanted to share that, um, that just the some of the episodes that I had recorded a while back that, um, you know, are, are similar or parallel to what I'm sharing in this in today's word. And again, sometimes it can be so difficult to determine whether these trials we're facing are due to our own error, you know, an outcome of a bad decision we made or we were in our flesh, you know, or is this a spiritual attack of Satan on our life, you know, just to, to try to you know, uh, cause us to fall away from Yah, to try to get us to be discouraged, which, you know, unfortunately, I have seen this happen to some people. I actually just recently learned of a brother. I didn't know him personally, and I wasn't really familiar with his fellowship or his ministry, but he and his wife, and they have children, they had their own fellowship, and they had a ministry, and they actually collaborated with some teachings with the fellowship that we're a part of called Parable the Vineyard. And um, I just recently learned that he fell away, he and his wife, to the point that he is now an atheist. And I don't really know the details as to why they fell away. The only thing I do know is that there was some kind of issue between them and some other people um, in this community, in this walk. And um, I think they felt really hurt and just things didn't go the way I guess they expected. And I believe that may have been why they fell away. But it absolutely broke my heart to learn because I remember seeing this brother in various videos um, and teachings along with Adam from Parable of the Vineyard, the fellowship we follow. 
um, or not follow, but are a part of. And to learn that this this brother fell away to the point that he now no longer even believes in Yahuwah our Elohim. He's now an atheist. It just, it absolutely breaks my heart. And so sometimes people can be attacked to the point or tested to the point that they fall away. And this is why I want to talk about the strength to endure because I know that for me personally, and I'm sharing this from my heart, I have reached points in my life where I thought, I can't do this anymore. I really did. And let me tell you something. My personal personal relationship with Yahuwah is what has gotten me through majority of what I've been through in my life. Without him and without his word, without the personal relationship, without him coming after me, and I shared this in, in my testimony um, some time back of how I came to be a believer. You know, I don't know where I would be today, but I do know that because of of the of my faith, because of my relationship, because of being in the Word, um, I've been able to endure. And you know what? There were days where I was like, I don't even, I didn't even want to pick up my Bible. I didn't feel like praying um, because I wasn't seeing changes. You know, I wasn't. There was so much, so much going on. I would have different seasons, different challenges. Um, and I just couldn't understand. It was like every time I felt like my life was put together, I felt like, okay, you know, I'm heading in the right direction. Things are coming together. Every time I would say that or thought that or felt that, everything fell apart. But what that did was it caused me to always turn back to Yah, to turn back to the scriptures, to look to Him and allow Him to just do whatever needed to be done, you know? Is it an easy process? Not by any means. It's very challenging. You know, and often you'll hear people say that that this walk, that being a believer is not for the faint of heart. It's not for people who are not willing to really commit themselves, you know. Um, And there's scripture that talks about that, you know. But what I learned is in order to get through this life, in order to get through the trials that we will all face, because remember, even even Yeshua says that we will still face trials, we will still have heartbreaks in this world. Things are going to be challenging and difficult because we live in a fallen and broken, corrupt, wicked, evil world. We live in, in a sinful world, period. And even though Yahuwah sent his son to die for us so that we could have everlasting life and be forgiven of our transgressions, we are still going to face issues until the second coming of Yeshua. This is how it's going to be. But Yah has given us so many gifts. He's given us ways to endure, to get through it, through Him. And, you know, one of those gifts is grace. You know, another one of those gifts is mercy. Another one of those gifts is uh, belief, faith. And another one of those gifts is strength. And there's probably a few other I'm forgetting to mention. But brothers and sisters, we cannot have those things, though, unless we go to him. If you're feeling empty, like your cup is empty. That's why David says in the Psalms, he says, my cup runs over. My cup overflows. Because when we seek Yahuwah, you know, through prayer, through reading the scriptures, just crying out to him, whatever way. Okay, because there's, there's various ways to to reach Yah, to go to him, to seek him. 
When we do that, He fills our cup. He fills that empty void. I can't remember what episode it was, but I, I talked about this briefly where I said that, you know, many, many individuals seek this world to find things that will fill that void that's empty. You know, they're walking around just kind of a shell of a person where they're empty on the inside and they try to fill these voids with various things, you know, food, uh, money, um, you know, uh, you know, counterfeit relationships, sex, drugs, alcohol, gambling, you know, I mean, so many different things that people, when they're feeling this way, they start looking in the wrong places and then they start using and taking and doing the wrong things to fill these voids to only find that it doesn't at all fill them up. It doesn't satisfy them. It might temporarily in the moment, which is what you'll see Satan try to do. He'll try to like bait you like, hey, you know, do this, you'll feel much better or, you know, and it's obviously a trick. It's it's actually going to make things much worse um, and, it, and it doesn't fill that void. Brothers and sisters, the only thing that can fill that void is Yahuwah. He's the only one. And when we go to him, he's the only one that can give us the strength that we need to endure, right? The faith that we need to push through, to remain steadfast, right? To take it one day at a time, even when we don't understand, even when we don't see or we can't hear or we can't feel or we can't even know what on earth is going on in the moment, you know, or even for a season. The only way that we can endure is by seeking him. And he gives us what we need. He fills our cup up overflowing. You know, and this is why I say it's so important that we pray. It's important that we open our Bibles and read the scriptures. You know, it it is important to have some kind of fellowship to be able to talk with other brothers, sisters that they can also help, you know, encourage you, you know, and bless you with, with, you know, words of encouragement and words of love and words of the Father. You know, this is why I say this is so important. You know, we're not going to find it anywhere else. We're not going to find it anywhere else. We also can't look to our spouses. For those of us that are married, we can't look to our children. For those of us that that have children or other family members or friends, we're looking in the wrong places. And it's unfair to put that kind of pressure on these people, right? Because they can't fill that void. Only Yah can. And when we are going through these trials, which, listen, trials can be so many, I mean, various kinds, right? It could be health challenges and issues, right? It could be finances. It can be problems in marriage or family. Um, I mean, there are so many different trials that so many of us face, right? And sometimes some of us face like three different trials at once, you know? Um, Like for me, you know, with me for, for an example, you know, I'm facing a financial trial. You know, I have no idea what's going to happen. I have no idea where certain things are going to come from, certain needs. But yet Yahuwah has shown me that he provides those, even though I can't see or understand how it's going to happen. You know, I have a trial um, with my health right now. I have a health condition that continues to limit me, continues to grow progressively worse to the point where I'm uncertain of what's going to become, you know, because there's no cure to this health condition you know, and every day I deal with this health condition and every day I try to look for different ways to manage it. 
and some days are, are harder than others and some days there are good days you know um, and it's just learning to praise Yah through the storm through no matter what trial you're facing you know um, or whatever uncertainty that you're facing so I wanted to share that so I would also like to of course go to the scriptures and I want to share some words of encouragement with you all which are the scriptures but before I do that I do want to read two passages that I want to share real quick that I felt would be um, just you know good to share uh, for the topic that we're discussing and if you would just allow me just a couple of moments here while I turn I don't have I mean I do but I can't use it with the Bible that I'm currently using like ribbons or something to kind of mark where I want to read from. But I'm also trying to learn to memorize the Bible and certain verses and we'll see what happens. But um, anyways, I want to read from James or Yaakov chapter 5 and I want to read verses 13 through 20. And then after I share these verses, um, because I also want to read Matthew 24, I'll share why um, I'm sharing these verses and then I'll go on to share some uh, words of encouragement, some scriptures of encouragement, um, just having to do with strength to endure. Okay, so James chapter 5, and I'm going to start at verse 13. It says, Is any of you suffering evil? Let him pray. Is anyone in good spirits? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the assembly, and let them pray over him, having anointed him with oil in the name of the Master. And the prayer of the belief shall save the sick, and the master shall raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he shall be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another, and pray for one another, so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous one accomplishes much. Elijah was a man with feelings like us, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the Shemaim, which means heavens, gave rain, and the land brought forth its fruit. Brothers, if any if anyone among you goes astray from the truth, and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the straying of his way shall have life from death and cover a great number of sins. And I love that because it kind of reminds me of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 where it says love covers a multitude of sins as well. Praise Yah. All right, so Matthew 24 is the next one that I wanted to read. Now, I have read this just recently. Um, I can't remember what episode um, it was in, but I have read it. And actually, I apologize. I'm actually going to start with Matthew 13. So Matthew 13 is my favorite parable. It's the parable of the sower. And I just love this. But there's a reason why I'm sharing this with you all, and I'll explain it as soon as I finish reading these scriptures. But let me go ahead, and I apologize, y'all, if the audio is, is not very good. Okay, so let's see here. Okay, so I'll start at verse 3, and he's, uh, yeah, verse 3, and he spoke to them much in parables, saying, See, the sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some indeed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. And others fell, fell on rocky places where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, but because they had no depth of soil. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered. 
and others fell among thorns, and the thorns came up and choked them. And others fell on good soil and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Okay, so I'm going to skip the next few verses, and I'm going to go to where Yeshua explains this parable. Okay, all right, so starting at verse 18. You then hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one, referring to Satan, comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is that sown by the wayside. And that sown on rocky places, this is he who fears the word and immediately receives, or I'm sorry, not fear. This is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but is short but is short-lived, and when pressure or, pers- or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. And that sown among the thorns is he who hears the word and the worry of this age, and the deceit of riches choke the word, and it becomes fruitless. And that sown on the good soil is he who indeed bears fruit and yields, and yields some a hundredfold, some thirty, some sixty. So the reason why I wanted to share that parable is because I have been praying a lot lately that I don't become one of those that the word is sown into my heart, into my spirit, but then it's snatched away because I don't have deep roots in in Yah. I don't have deep roots in my relationship with him, right? And the reason why I'm saying this is because for all of us that are facing these trials, this can happen, right? If we don't have a strong rooted relationship in Yah, we can end up falling away. We can end up becoming so discouraged that these things are snatched away from us by the enemy. Because remember, as I said last night, the enemy, as Peter explained, as he put it, you know, he's like a lion, you know, waiting to devour whatever he can. He's just waiting for that little opening, any chance and opportunity that he sees to snatch away from us, right? I also don't want to become somebody that during these trials or because of the pressure or persecutions of this world that I fall away or because of the difficulties of the word. And the reason why I say difficulties is because it can be difficult to be obedient to the word and to live in a way that is so opposite of our society and our culture. It can cause many people to become discouraged and tired to the point to where they're like, I don't even want to do this anymore. It's easier to conform myself to the world than it is to conform myself to the word of Yah. Like I said, again, I think the day before yesterday. And what does Paul tells us? He tells us, do not conform to the world, but conform to the word of Yah, right? But yet so many people find it so hard because again, those of us that do live set apart and that do live by the word, it can be very hard because we're, we're literally going against the grain, right? We're going against the grain. We're going against what a lot of our culture and society is doing. You know, we're, we're outside the norm, so to speak. And many believers become weary and they become tired and, and they, they get to the point where they're like, I can't do this anymore. Because I have so many people telling me X, Y, and Z or because, listen, this, this is another trial that I am personally go through. You know, I have been persecuted by my own family members. I have been called crazy. I have been, you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh my gosh. I can't think of the word right now, but basically people that know me or people, you know, my loved ones, they, they basically think I'm in a cult. Okay. Um, they think I'm crazy for what I stand for. Um, the way that I've done things, the way that Yah has called me to do things. 
I mean, I have zero support, okay, other than my my own family, okay? Like, I have zero support. And when I'm talking about family members, I'm talking about extended family. When I say my family, I'm talking about my immediate family. Um, and maybe, you know, a couple of friends that we have. Outside of that, I have zero support. And people think I'm crazy for, you know, and I'm sure that there are people that are going to hear these episodes in this podcast and think that I'm crazy because of what I've ministered and what I've shared. And brothers and sisters, all I'm doing is sharing from the scriptures. I'm sharing what Yah has revealed to me. And I'm sharing that as set apart chosen ones of the Most High, we are to live by His word, regardless of what our culture and society is doing or what they believe or what they feel is the right way to go or whatever. We are supposed to be a peculiar people, right? And that's how the world is going to look at us. You know, I'm sure that there's many of episodes that I have recorded and published that people are probably like, okay, that was a little bit out there. And that's fine. But I know that I'm speaking from scripture. I know that these are things that Yah has called us to do, but it seems, you know, um, different and out there and, and all these things to people that aren't familiar with the word. They're living in the world. They're living in society and culture. And so, of course, we're going to look very strange to people. We're going, literally going against the grain. You know what I mean? And so it becomes challenging. And many people sadly fall away because they're like, I can't do this no more. It's easier to go to go with the ways of the world, you know, and it's just sad to me. That's why we need the strength to endure so that we don't fall away. So that when, you know, pressures and persecutions of the world come, we don't fall away. We don't feel this pressure to just kind of, you know, buckle down and then give in, you know. In Matthew 24, I wanted to read that because Yeshua kind of says the same thing in here where he says there comes a time where many will fall away. Many will grow cold. Um, And you know what? And I won't even read it because I've already read it, I think, already twice in two separate episodes. But he says that many will fall away. You know, and I don't know about any of you, but I don't want to be one of those that fall away. Because I've grown cold or because it, it became too much for me to follow Yah, to follow his word. I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want to become one of those. So I am constantly praying for Yah to give me the strength to endure, to have mercy on me, to to be gracious unto me, and to provide me the strength to endure whatever is going to happen in this world, whatever it will, is to come, whatever trials that I am personally to face, um, whatever maybe other trials of somebody else that I might be involved in, you know, like my spouse or my children or friends or family members. I just always pray for the strength to endure. And I know that the only way that I can have that strength is by seeking him, by praying and by reading the scriptures. I know that that's the only way. So I just wanted to share that. All right. So I want to read from the scriptures. I want to share, um, just some encouraging uh, verses for strength, the strength to endure. And I think I'm going to start in, let's start in Deuteronomy because I think that's the only scripture I have from the Torah that I want to share concerning strength. And there there are plenty in the Torah, but it was the one that came to me. And uh, that's the one I want to share. 
So I'm going to be reading from Deuteronomy chapter 31. Now, please bear with me. I'm going to be flipping through a lot of pages because um, I have several scriptures that I want to read and it's all over the Bible. So it's not in any like one place. Okay, so Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For it is Yahuwah your Elohim who is going with you. He does not fail you nor forsake you. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm going to try to go in order here. So now we're going to go to, to Isaiah. I'm sorry, my... Okay, so I had somebody ask me this about the Bibles because I had talked about that if any of you needed a physical Bible, please reach out to me and um, I will do my best to get you um, the Word of Yah or a physical copy of the Word of Yah. And, you know, I had somebody ask me, they were curious about, you know, the Bible that I use. So listen, I don't use a Bible that is like completely out there and different from what all of us know to be scripture, okay? It's not like the Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses where they literally have their own Bible, okay? I think the, uh, the Mormons have something called the Book of Mormon, and Jehovah's Witness, I think, has something called the Scriptures, but they completely wrote their own Bible, okay? This is not the case with me. The Bible that I use is simply a Hebrew translation where it just has more Hebrew words and terms. It's removed pagan terms and words and names, but it is exactly the same scriptures that any of you have, whether you're reading a KGV, an NIV, a, you know, ESV, whatever translation of the Bible you have. These are the same scriptures, it just has more Hebrew, and the books are in a little bit different order. The reason why is because they try to put the books in order the way that the original scriptures or Dead Sea Scrolls were found or presented, okay? That's the only difference. I'm not reading from a Bible that has been completely rewritten by man. That would be an absolute abomination to Yah. As I said before, we are not to add or take away from his scriptures. The only thing that my translation has done is restored original names and terms, which is in the Hebrew language. Okay, the Hebrew language is the original language. It is the language of the Father. It is the language of the Israelites, the Hebrews. Okay, so that's the only difference with my Bible. I'm not reading from something that has been completely rewritten by man. There's no way I would ever, ever do that. <laughs> okay, so I want to read from Isaiah chapter 40. I'm going to read verses 29 and verses 31. And then I'm going to read chapter 41, verse 10. Okay, so, okay, verse 29, he, meaning Yahuwah, gives power to the faint, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Verse 31, but those who wait on Yahuwah renew their strength, and they raise up their wings like eagles. They run and are not weary, they walk and do not faint. Praise Yah. Okay, chapter 41, verse 10, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not look around, for I am your Elohim. I shall strengthen you, I shall also help you, and I shall also uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Praise Yah. Okay, next I'm going to go to the Psalms, unless I come across Nehemiah first. I'm trying to go in order, just to kind of make it easier for myself, and so I don't take up too much time. Um trying to look for these scriptures. 
Okay, so let's see who I come across first. Let's see, Hosea, Jonah, Zechariah. Okay, so Psalms came first. All right, so I'm going to read Psalm 46, 1 and 46, 5. Okay, 46, 1. Elohim is our refuge and strength, a help in distress, and soon found. Verse 2, I'll read. Therefore we do not fear, though the earth reels and mountains topple into the heart of the seas. Okay? And then verse 5. Elohim is in her midst, and she does not topple. Elohim helps her when morning turns. Okay? And then I want to read Psalm 73, and that's going to be verse 26. Okay. My flesh and my heart shall waste away, but Elohim is the rock of my heart and my portion forever. Praise Yah. That's something I know that I have to remind myself often. Okay, so I'm trying to find um, Nehemiah, which I'm hoping I come across here. So I want to read um, Nehemiah 8.10, but if I don't find it, oh, here we go. Preach out. <laughs> Okay, Nehemiah 8.10. So I am going in order. That's good. Okay. Then he said to them, Go, eat the fatness, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom none is prepared. For this day is Kodesh, which is Hebrew for holy or set apart. It says, For this day is Kodesh to our master. Do not be sad, for the joy of Yahuwah is your strength. Praise Yah. All right. So now I want to go to Mark. Actually, no, I'm going to read Mark, Mark last. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. Let's go there. And then I'm going to read in Philippians, and then Thessalonians, and then Mark will be last. Because I remember I wanted to end with that scripture. All right, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, um, verse 9 reads, And he said to me, My favor is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly then I shall rather boast in my weaknesses, so that the power of Mashiach, or Messiah, rests on me. Praise Yah. Okay. And then Philippians... Philippians is a really good one. This was actually one of the first scriptures I ever came across when I first became a believer. And it helped me so much and inspired me so much. And I know I should have never gotten any tattoos. And believe me, I'm ashamed for everyone I've gotten. But this was such an inspiration for me that I literally tattooed this verse on my arm. Philippians 4.13. But I'm actually going to start at verse 6 and I'm going to read through 12 or I'm going to start at verse 6 and read through 13 I'm sorry okay so verse 6 worry for not but in all by prayer and, and petition with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to Yahuwah and the shalom peace of Yahuwah which surpasses all understanding shall guard your hearts and minds through Mashiach Yeshua for the rest, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is righteous, whatever is clean, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, if there is any uprightness and if there is any praise, think on these things. 
and what you have learned and received, and heard and saw in me, practice these, and the Elohim of Shalom shall be with you. And I rejoice in Yahuwah greatly, that now at last your concern for me has revived again, though you were concerned but had no chance. Not that I speak concerning need, for I have learned to be content in whatever state I am in. I know what it is to be humbled, and I know what it is to have in access. And any and all have learned both to be filled and to be hungry, both to have an access and to be, or excess, I'm sorry, and to be in need. I have strength to do all through Mashiach who empowers me. Okay? So some words of encouragement there. Okay, and then the, oh, I forgot 2 Thessalonians. Hang on just a second here. Let's see if I can find it. Might have passed it. Yep, I think I did. I did. Okay. So let me go back. I apologize. I wish that I could get better at um, just knowing exactly where all these verses are at without having to take so much time in trying to locate them. This is really something that I have truly been praying about. All right, praise you. I turned straight to it. Okay, so 2 Thessalonians 3.16 reads, And the Master of Shalom, peace, himself give you shalom always in every way. The Master be with you in all. Okay, so it's so important that we have shalom, peace, even through these trials. Okay, and then Mark, chapter 12. Let's see. Chapter 12, verses 29 through 31. Okay. And Yeshua answered him, The first of all the commands is, Hear, O Yisrael, Yahuwah our Elohim, Yahuwah is one. And you shall love Yahuwah your Elohim with all your heart, and with all your being, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first command. And then... Let's see, 31. Yeah, we need 31. Okay, and the second, like it, is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other command greater than these. Okay? So, brothers and sisters, the strength to endure, the way that we can receive that is by seeking Yah, by seeking Him through prayer, seeking Him in the Bible and the scriptures, seeking Him even when we least feel like doing that. I know I've had moments where I'm like, I don't want to pray. I don't want to pick up my Bible and read. I'm I'm too sad. I'm too down. I'm too depressed. I'm too scared. I'm too anxious. Brothers and sisters, we can endure through the strength that he gives us, but he gives us strength when we, when we seek him, when we cry out to him, you know, I know it's hard brothers and sisters, but it's so important that we continue to have shalom, peace, continue to have joy, continue to be steadfast in our in our faith walk and in our belief and our trust in Yah. You know, again, sadly, there have been many that have lost their faith. You know, they turn away from Yah and they go back into the world, you know, because things just got too hard. And I know that there are trials that many of us have endured or are currently enduring that are extremely difficult. You know, I, you know, over the past few days, or really the past week has been really difficult for me with just different things. Um, I did share last night that 
for now Yahuwah has provided and for now we are going to be staying put in Colorado because some things have come you know come up and uh, it really shook me I really was just at a loss for words some of the things that I found out um, and then some of the trials that people that either I personally know or I know them through a friend of mine and I'm just like my goodness it's it's so overwhelming you know to hear all the various trials that brothers and sisters are going through and then you know um, which has really helped me to kind of turn away from my own problems and just help others that are you know enduring trials but sometimes it can be overwhelming because then I'm walking through what I'm walking through and then I'm hearing all these other things and it's just like, wow, this is just like a lot, you know, but, and, and it can feel like a heavy burden, but what does Yeshua tell us in the scriptures that, you know, to, to lay these burdens at his feet, right? Or to leave it in his hands because we were not designed to carry these heavy burdens upon us, right? And so that's another reason why trust and faith is so important in this walk. And when we're facing these trials, you know, we're not supposed to carry these heavy loads, these heavy burdens. We're supposed to lay it at his feet. You know, he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light, you know. So we really need to just practice resting in him, which is why I love the Sabbaths. You know, I always, I always look forward to those days, you know, especially after a long week, a trying week. And I'm just like, okay, today I'm just supposed to rest in him. I'm supposed to praise him and just you know, enjoy the day and, you know, not worry about anything, you know. And uh, the other thing that I can encourage for those enduring trials is to literally take it one day at a time. You know, like, like Yeshua says, don't worry about tomorrow because today has enough troubles in its, in its own, you know. Um, Do not take on too much brothers and sisters, you know. Take it one day at a time, lay it at, at his feet, and just remain steadfast in your faith walk and remain in the scriptures. Pray, you know, cry out to Yah. Talk to him like he's right there with you as a friend and just share everything that you're feeling. Share your heart, you know, lay all of that on him. You know, lean on him in times of trouble. Seek him so that he can provide you the strength to endure. And just take it one day at a time, brothers and sisters. You know, that's how I've been able to get through what we've been going through. Um, You know, crying out to him, reading uh, the scriptures, especially Psalms. Psalms has been such a tremendous encouragement. Um, And taking it literally one day at a time. And just having that mindset that, you know what, whatever is Yah's will for me, whatever is Yah's will concerning this and that, it will be. Because that's what I want. I want Yah's will. I don't want my own will. I don't want what the world thinks, what our culture and society thinks I should have, you know, or what I think I should have. I want what Yah wants. So I'm going to let him take control. I'm going to let him be sovereign over my entire life, over every area of my life, you know. And by doing that, brothers and sisters, that has been such an incredible help. Now, I still have days where I'm in tears, I'm, you know, a little bit scared, and I know that fear is not from Yah, I know it's from the enemy, but I am human, I am flesh, and I, I do stumble, and I do fall, you know, so I have days where I'm not doing so well, I have days where I just don't know if I can continue on, 
But Yahuwah has always been so faithful and loving and merciful and good to lift me back up at my lowest points, at my weakest points. And he says, get up, daughter, or get up, son. I'm here with you. I am holding you up. I am sustaining you with my righteous right hand. I am giving you help. I'm giving you my Ruach, my spirit, my Holy Spirit to help you, to lead you, to guide you. I am here for you, and I will not leave you nor forsake you. That is what he's saying to all of us during this time. And I'm telling you, what, what's helped me so much is reading the scriptures because it is one of the biggest ways that we can commune with the Father. It's how we get to know him. It's how he speaks to us. Now, he can speak to us in other ways. He can speak to us through through other people. He can speak to us through dreams. He can speak to us through a song. You know, he could speak to us through any way. I mean, he spoke to, to Moshe, to Moses, through a burning bush. You know, I mean, he can communicate with us anyway, you know, and, and, and in prayer as well. But the thing with prayer is that when you're finished praying, then you need to be silent so that y'all can, you know, respond to what you've prayed, you know? Sometimes we pray, 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 we talk, 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 and we don't let y'all talk, you know? Or we'll read the Bible and we'll close it before Yah has even had a chance to reveal stuff to us, you know? We have to be patient, brothers and sisters. We have to be long-suffering. You know, we need to practice the fruits of the Spirit. I know to many of you, myself included at times, it seems almost impossible to have the fruits of the Spirit. But these are the things that, that Yah works within us when we allow Him to, you know? I know that it, it's easier to, to, to walk in flesh, but we need to walk in spirit and in truth. We need to walk in the fruits of the spirit. You know, we need we need to learn how to have these things. And he will show us. He will teach us the way and how to do it. And brothers and sisters, we also need to remember to put on the whole armor of Yah. You know, if, if, if you're not familiar with that, it's in Ephesians chapter 6. As a matter of fact, do I have time to read it? Mm, let's see. If I can get there quick enough, I might be able to. Let's see. If not, then I just encourage you all to read it in your own time. Ephesians chapter 6. But this is what we all need to do, brothers and sisters, because we're, we're warriors for Yah, right? And we're in a battle. We're in a battle. Okay, so let's see. Where is it at? Oh, let's see. Okay, verse 11. Put on the complete armor of Elohim for you, have, for you to have power to stand against the schemes of the devil. Because we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, this is also repeated in 1 Corinthians, but against principalities and against authorities, against the world rulers of the darkness of this age, and against spiritual wickedness in the Shemaim, in the heavens. Because of this, take up the complete armor of Elohim, so that you have power to withstand in the wicked day, and having done all, to stand. Stand then, having girded your waist with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having fitted your feet with the preparation of the good news of shalom, of peace. Above all, having, having taken up the shield of belief, faith, with which you shall have power to quench all the burning arrows of the wicked one. Take also the helmet of deliverance and the sword of the Ruach, the spirit, which is the word of Yahuwah. Remember I said in some episodes that our Bibles, the scriptures are our sword. That's where I get it from, okay? Okay, so praying at all times with all prayer and supplication in the Ruach 
watching in awe, perseverance, and supplication for all the Kodashim, the set-apart ones, which is all of us. Also for me, that a word might be given to me in the opening of my mouth to be bold in making known the secret of the good news. So, brothers and sisters, we need to dress ourselves in the armor of Yah daily. Daily, daily, daily. We need to have our shields of faith. We need to have our swords, right? Which is the Bible, the scriptures. We need, we're going to be called to battle. This is why we go through these trials as well. You know, it strengthens us. But also, they are spiritual attacks as well. Like I said in the beginning, sometimes it's an outcome of what we've done ourselves. Sometimes it's an outcome of a spiritual attack that Satan is is, uh, is throwing at us. And sometimes it's a test of our faith. It's to make us stronger in Him. It's to see, do we really believe? Do we really trust in Yah for everything that pertains in our life or in our lives? So brothers and sisters, that's the word that that the Father had for you really because this was what He laid on my heart. The strength to endure. And I pray that what I've shared with you today um, is a is an incredible source of encouragement and a blessing. And again, I know I've said this so many times in, in, in I think the past 14 episodes, but this really is all she wrote for this podcast. The Father confirmed it last night uh, while I was in prayer. Um, he now has me focusing on some other things right now. So this really, really is it for this podcast. I don't know if I'll be picking it back up later down the road. I don't know. But for, I do pray that for however long this podcast is able to remain on this platform, that it helps to serve others and that it serves as just a source of help and, and encouragement and uh, just things of that nature. And um, again, Feel free to reach out to me via email or via Facebook Messenger now that my page is forcibly (laughs) active because it's not by my choice. Um, But I look forward to staying in touch with you all and I'm praying for you all and I pray uh, for opportunities to be able to help whoever needs help. And I'm just so thankful um, to Yah for this opportunity that he's given and provided. And uh, without him, it wouldn't, none of it would have been possible. So anyways, I love you all so very much. And thank you all for bearing with me and and having grace and understanding and just kind of, you know, uh, supporting me during this crazy journey, um, even with this podcast. Um, And I'm so sorry that I've been so back and forth with saying this is it. And then I come out with, you know, two more episodes and, you know, please forgive me for that. Um, But this really is it. This is the last of of all of it. And uh, again, it's been such a blessing and honor. And uh, I appreciate all your support with the podcast and support uh, during our trials um, and your prayers and your help. Everything has just been such an incredible blessing. Yahuwah truly is good and faithful, merciful and loving. Um, Yeah, he's just incredible. And I, I pray many blessings and shalom over all of you. And again, I look forward to connecting and staying connected with all of you via email or messenger. And um, yeah, I just look forward to having that fellowship and that time with you all. I love you all very much. Take very good care. Much uh, shalom and blessings to all of you. And we'll talk soon. Shalom.